Are we broadcasting? Yeah. It's, I'm yeah. rusty. It's 2016. You should be rusty. Uh, you should be crusty and... I'm all kinds of things. So, musty. we're back after a longer than we thought hiatus, because uh, you got sick and then I got sick. Uh, yep. Although I think you just poisoned yourself, it sounds like. It's possible. I think I was sausage poisoned. Sausage? Yeah. I got it. I told you quit cooking with bleach, man. Nothing good can come of it. Yeah, I cooked some sausage, and I was eating it in omelets for a couple of days, and then, like, third day, I'm like, you know, it's probably going to bad soon. <laughs> so I ate the rest of it. I live on the... Like, it's routine for me to eat. Like, I'm going to go home and probably eat a leftover from last weekend, and I fully expect to be okay. How is that even possible? Food... Cooked foods tend to go bad in like three days. I don't think that's true. That's totally. Are true. you? Is your refrigerator on the warm side of things? No, because I keep mine cold. like like colder, like thirty eight degrees. It's it's mm. just barely above freezing. Yeah, it's cold. Huh. I don't know. Maybe I just have um, like kick ass stomach acid. Maybe E. coli. Fuck that. We're gonna digest it. Add its biological distinctiveness to our own. Uh, so I've got a couple things to talk. What what have we been doing the last three weeks? Um. I've been uh, watching a lot of TV, watching a lot of movies, playing a lot of video games. Same here. I played a bunch of Rocket League and Terraria over the break and mm. just random random games. I played a bunch of Hacknet. Uh, I watched a shitload of TV. I'm currently doing a bit of an X-Files review. Uh, oh, like some of their new shit? Uh, no. What? New shit? Yeah. What do you mean by X-Files review? Like going back and watching some of the old episodes in prep for the new one. Oh, of of Better Call Saul. What are you talking? Why about? would I watch X Files in prep? For oh, Better Call I'm Saul? sorry, I I, <laughs> I missed the whole X Files thing. Yes, I've seen you do oh. that. Okay, yeah. Okay. Uh, what the hell's going on, Rusty? What do you want? Apparently, yeah. Uh, the Q and A's app. Uh, Q and A's app. The Q and A app is app uh, as active. If you want to j- jump in there and, and talk about something. Uh, so I played a lot of Batman Arkham City, Ugh. and I, I've i been listening to everybody kind of slag on it, and I thought, like, well, I rationalized it by, like, well, maybe Arkham Origins, or whatever the hell it was called, the one that was kind of the, the non, um, not, was it, it was Naughty Dog that made that, some other company. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, it's it wasn't made by them, and, and it was kind of shitty and subpar, and if you played through that, maybe you were just Batmaned out. And I'm like, I, I was hearing everybody talking about the Batmobile and how bad it was. I'm like, how bad can it be? And how much of the game can it be? I'm here to tell you that it's I haven't finished Batman, and I'm invested in the plot, uh, but the Batmobile fucking ruins that game. It's terrible. Hmm. It's terrible. All right. Good. Yeah. So here's That's what I expected. Uh it's just it's it's not fun to drive. Mm-hmm. It's very heavy steering, so you're constantly just veering all over the road and you're driving through buildings and you're just wrecking Gotham City. It uses like heavy duty artillery, like m- miniguns and rockets and shit, and they justify that by saying that the armed craft that you're facing are in fact drones. So like you don't have to feel bad to blow the shit up so the remote controlled, but it's like that's just, I don't know, man. It's like Superman 64 levels of this is not why it's fun to be Batman. Yeah. Conversely, the combat is almost better than ever. Hmm. Because if you really like the Predator mode shit where you're sneaking around in the rooftops and taking out guys with guns, you can still do that. But they've got this thing called uh, like multi-fear takedowns where if you get to drop on one guy, 
all you got to do, it goes in like quick time slow motion as Batman's beating the shit out of him. And if you rotate your vision to the next guy, it highlights him and says, push X to fear takedown. And you just chain those. You can work it up. You start for three. I think you can chain up to six. And Batman just whips everyone's ass in a room in the span of like two seconds. And hmm. then you can get back to doing what you're doing. But That's what I like about Batman. Yeah, and it, that stuff is super fun, but you almost never get to do it because, like, every time – I remember my heart broke because I got to the Ace Chemical Factory. And I'm like, finally, I'm going to go inside a building. I can leave this fucking Batmobile behind. I open the front door, and guess what? There is a double-wide highway built in this goddamn building so I can bring this shitty Batmobile with me. Ugh. And when the road runs out, it's your job to get out of the fucking car. You have to then figure out how to get the Batmobile up along rooftops and use winches and stuff and do puzzle solving to get it. And I Sounds no, terrible. I want to sink this into the Gotham River. I don't want to bring it with me. It's so <laughs> ridiculous. It really makes me sick. Huh. Okay. So I was so looking forward to spending my Christmas break beating and uh, playing through and beating Batman. And it was a giant shit fest. Uh, a video game I have fallen in love with in the last couple of days is uh, Pocket Mortys, though. Have you heard of that? Uh, only because you told me about it yesterday. Yeah. Um, so I just on a whim, I, I, like, I said, I wonder if there are any like Rick and Morty soundboards on the Android store. And there's a whole bunch of mini games. And one of them was this Pocket Mortys, and it's, it's essentially a reskin of Pokemon. The conceit being you're Rick and Morty's Morty. Morty is like a Pokemon, and you go travel between dimensions to other Ricks, and you tr- you have them battle their Mortys. And there's endless varieties. You got, like, Old Man Morty, who looks like an old version of Morty. You got Scruffy Morty, who's, like, got a messy hair and scratches over him. You've got Robot Morty, Tentacle Morty. I'm sure there's a Cronenberg Morty somewhere. And it's it's just, I don't know. I've never played any Pokemons. I've seen my son play them. I played the card game with him. I've watched Cecily play them. So, like, I'm not burnt out on that gameplay. And it's actually kind of surprisingly robust, fun, lightweight RPG type of system. So I'm having a lot of fun playing that on my phone. All right. Android and iOS. Um, and if you like Rick and Morty, the, the adult kind of humor is pretty funny, too. Cool. Uh, <laughs> I did a uh, little hobby stuff over the break. I oh, twisted yeah. up a wire. Are you going to show tree? off any of that stuff? Have you got it? I don't have... So I have... So I I made a wire type bonsai tree, a bonsai tree out of wire, mm-hmm. uh, not to be confused with wiring a bonsai tree, which it's damn impossible to search for wire bonsai tree and get anything. But how the fuck do I wire my bonsai tree? Why would you wire a bonsai tree? Uh, to place limbs, uh, branches and shit where you want them. Oh, so you actually run wires around them to constrain their growth? Uh, not to constrain growth, but to position them. So like to bend them into place okay like if i want a branch to droop lower on the tree or jut out in a specific but eventually way. you remove the wire after it takes the yeah okay. eventually All but right. you, you use the wire to keep it there while it kind of conforms to that position and then, okay uh then you take it off but yeah it's it's impossible to search for wire bonsai tree without getting that uh-huh. uh but yeah I, I bought like a pot for it and i bought some fake craft soil that i'm gonna shove into that pot and plant it but i haven't done that yet hmm Will you show it off when you get it done? Yeah, why not? Uh, I'm, I'm surprised. It's my first attempt at something like that, and it turned out way better than I expected. Can we, I, I think we feel like we should find a picture of what this stuff looks like. Um, yeah, uh, because it's it hard will inevitably to, look way better than what I... It's hard to imagine. At least it was hard to imagine for me when you first started talking about it. Yeah. Um, what, what is the... Can you, I guess search you search for wire bonsai tree. Oh, I have to type... 
Yep. Wire box. And, and we've already prefaced this by saying it, this is impossible to find, so this should be entertaining. It's also impossible to find with a fucking broke ass. What the hell? I don't think this is going to work. Nope. Keyboard's dead or something. Is it turned off? How would it be turned off? It's got an actual switch on it. Nope. Here, let me see it. Pass it to me. I got the touch. Yeah, I'm sure you're going to get it to work when I can't. Oh, yeah, I want to reboot it. That's what you always do to get something to work like that. Uh, all right, let's see. Aha! Mm. Aha! I did get it to work. Wire Bob's eye. Bonsai tree sculpture. Let's see if we add that to it, if that does. Oh, yeah, that's fucking cool. Um <laughs> Oh wait! Riveting. I don't. I actually just want to see images of it. Search process is riveting. I don't want to go through the Etsy stuff. Um. All right. Cool. Huh. Wow. Uh. So we have a system to do this, don't we? We can switch to the the view websites and stuff. We've, we've sort pioneered of. this art. It sort seems of. like. Uh. How do we do this? I don't. Are Add we... a new source to this. I guess. I don't know. Do we have a? Well, we had one going. Like. Well. This thing doesn't save our out, our overlays very, very often. Huh. All right. Well, we'll go with live watch mode and just do it like that way. Uh, okay. So we're going to add a screen capture. And I'll add this thing here. And yeah, there we go. That's what a wire bonsai looks like. That's a pretty nice one. Mine doesn't look quite that good. What kind of wire? So you use different... Ooh, that's cool. Use different. The, yours is kind of like that, where you've twisted different colors of wire. What kind, kind of? of what yeah, kind I had of, three what colors. Kind of, what kind of wire is it? Uh, I use twenty-two gauge jewelry wire. But like, what kind of metal is it? Like copper. Uh, I don't know if they're oh, that's cool. if they're metalized in different colors or if it's all the same underneath. But basically, they're the colors are. Uh, this is very reminiscent silver. of what you did. Yeah, that's real similar. I got silver, I got copper, and I got gold. So, and now are you are you actually wanting to get into re, quote unquote real bonsai? I don't know if I do, but is this you, an insult? Is, do you say if this isn't real bonsai, is that like insulting? What wire bonsai? Yeah, no, no, <laughs> not that invested yet. Okay, uh, but yeah, I'd like to get into it, and I've read a shitload about it over the past few months. But I I live in an apartment, so I have no space for that. And I looked into like indoor shit, and it seemed more trouble than it was worth, and. A lot more space than it was worth. So you're just going to do... Are you going to, are you going to do more wire bonsais? Uh, yeah, I think so. It's another one. I don't know if this is the same tree, but yeah, that one looks a lot like yours as well. I Actually, I think yours looks better. It's a little bit... The, 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 his I trunk like is the, fucked up. Yeah, I don't like the colors on that. It's weird. I thought like, mine are similar colors, but not... Like, they're, the copper is a lot more coppery. Hmm. Less pink. Uh, let's see here. So let's get to some feedback here. Fernando R says, Jim, when you're at sick, the first thing that came to mind is the Chipotle E. coli outbreak. Mm. What the fuck? Was that a thing? I guess so. I read something about it somewhere. Did, were they, there was nothing in the store about it? Uh, no, there wasn't. Although I have noticed a procedure going on there that I didn't notice. It's called washing their hands. (laughs) Yes. They put in a wash station. No, uh, (laughs) they now take the temperature of all their ingredients once every hour. Like I saw them doing this the first time. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? And they're like, oh yeah, now we, we take temperature of all the meats and, and sauces and shit 
once every hour. Is the heat of the and they write it in a law inversely and, proportionate to the angle of the dangle? Did you ask abs- them that? Abs- that's what they told me. They yeah. left I didn't ask. Open. They just volunteered that information. <laughs> okay. No, because I um, back in my former life when I was working for this uh, chain of convenience stores, they sent all the corporate staff to a food safety course when we started going to safety, and it's crazy. Like. If you look at the impact of leaving a gallon of milk out of a refrigerated zone for like, you know, they, they'll give you like the percentage of the chance is going to get impregnated with bacteria. And it like starts at like 30, like 15, between 15 and 30 minutes. Yeah. Which is like your average ride home from a grocery store, I would think. And it just goes up exponentially how long it's left unrefrigerated. It's it's a horror show. Yeah, I also listened over the break to an ass load of America's Test Kitchen podcast. And What's that about? Uh, you don't know what America's Test Kitchen is? I've never heard of American Test Kitchen. They basically, it's a show and a place, I guess, where they do a lot of tests on food. So, like, they, they say, okay, we want to, you know, make a gluten-free bread that doesn't taste like shit and fall apart in your hands and <laughs> myth stuff like busted? that. Is that like... <laughs> it's essentially, yeah, like Mythbusters, except they, you know, they use science to make foods um, and to make foods taste better and look pot- better. And So are they successful? Because when you say, like, gluten-free bread that doesn't fall... Like, if that was possible, I feel like that that's a fortune to be had, you know? Sure. Uh, and it it is possible, um, but within certain, like, oh. windows. So, like, they, they wanted to make sure. whole grain bread, for instance, uh-huh. and they were like, well, you can't use 100% whole grain wheat because... it's got gluten in it. it well, no, this is, this is separate from the gluten thing. Oh. Like, we want to make a whole grain bread that tastes good and has good texture, Uh and and what good texture and flavor are are obviously subjective, but they they were like, okay, well, we can only use sixty percent whole wheat uh, flour maximum because if we use any more than that, it tastes like shit, or it doesn't taste, or it doesn't feel like bread. Hmm. Uh, so th- so within tolerances, right? They they won't go like, well, it's a hundred percent whole wheat, but it tastes like ass still. Sorry, they'll go. Well, you can't do that. So here's the compromise. I think maybe with like the gluten free, maybe you can make taste good tasting stuff, but it's going to be so expensive, no one would buy it. Maybe like if a loaf of gluten free bread costs thirty bucks, like you're not going to make a fortune on that because people are like fuck that. Yeah, I'll just not eat bread or I'll not care about the gluten. But uh, I only bring that up because I was listening to them and they keep talking about like kind of the window for like milk and stuff left out, and they said like every twenty minutes, I think the bacteria doubles. Uh, mm. left out of refrigeration yep. so like by the two hour mark you're basically drinking nothing but bacteria you gotta yes. every cell of milk has been replaced <laughs> with bacteria uh-huh <laughs> it's pussier you basically have like near 100 percent chance of having some kind of contamination in interesting there. and whether that'll make you sick is still up in the air depending on you mm. but it's it's likely to have levels of bacteria that are conducive to making you sick no i do a lot of weird experiments like i'm always skeptical of expiration dates because that's the other thing is like taking a food safety course i also know that like a lot of the expiration dates are you know like stuff on canned food perfect example uh i was sick and i was home alone on friday and uh i wanted chicken noodle soup Mm-hmm. So I go to the cupboard, and sure enough, I have a can of chicken noodle soup. The ex- expiration date was December of 2012. So that's a that's a three at least three year old. And like I looked up online, it's like how long can you eat? And they're like two years if it's non acidic. Uh, I know that's like, not I thought true. It's food like is essentially years and years fallouts. and years. Yeah, yeah. I popped it open. It was fine. They, so, they say you can eat like even like canned fruits and stuff like 20 years. Well, there's caveats that like I guess. 
it's not unsafe. It's just yeah. that it gets increasingly unpalatable. Sure. Like the food degrades to the point. It's not going to kill you. It's just going to the nutritional value and the appeal of it is bad. But honestly, yeah. I couldn't tell the difference between that three old soup and soup I just bought right off the shelf. Hmm. Okay. So, and I'm constantly like, I do the sniff test on milk. Like, you know, it's, it's sure it's five days expired, but still smells good. <laughs> Swirled around, no chunks, pour it in there. Yeah. And they tip, typically build those sell on dates or sell yeah. sell sell by dates to where you have a little bit of cushion yeah too and so. then like medication like you know your aspirin bottle expires after a year but you could probably use it for 50 yeah uh anyway uh so yeah chipotle e. coli outbreak uh, dr ken said think. chipotle is shutting every store in the country down on 2-8 for a few hours to do food safety training well good i hope i don't need a burrito in that window <laughs> Come on, Damn Chipotle. your safe food. I need a goddamn yeah. burrito. Safe or not, I want well, a burrito. You know, the only thing you can do is you need to go tonight, buy a burrito, freeze it. Oh, that would you be need, terrible. You need an emergency burrito. I can't imagine. Wait, like, no, wait a second. Just freezing a meal. You can buy and... freeze frozen burritos. People buy them all the time. Yeah, I'm sure they're different than just your standard frozen, your standard Chipotle burrito, though. Like, mm. you go in and you freeze the sour cream is going to be gross and chunky. and. Oh, yeah, I guess that's like, true. I can't imagine that a f- just take your standard off the off the line burrito and freeze it. I think you're gonna. These guys love you so much. That I bet if you asked like a, a catering package for one person, they would do it for you. Open the store for me those during no, those I'm hours. No, I'm saying that they'll. You know how they do catering, but it's only for like groups of ten or more. They yeah. would do individual yeah. portion sizes of catering. Well, I can eat the or that's the that's catered what you, lunch honestly. You portion. probably should. You should get. You should order catering for ten. Freeze all that shit and then just eat it. It might actually be cheaper. I don't know. Right, and provide then, my own sour cream, right? Pro- you know, I, yeah. I think they'll give you that too. No, like but I'm, well, I can't comes, freeze that. That's going to be gross. Well, put it in the fridge. Sour cream does not. I know sour yeah. cream doesn't go bad. Like it's already soured. It's 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 already fucked up. So it, it can't, can't go bad. Yeah, it's like the expiration <laughs> date on my tub is like always three or six months in the future. Yeah. Welcome to Food Talk on the Ball Move Network. Uh, what? Dr. Ken said, oh, this, are you are you sitting down, Jim? I know you are. I'm looking at you. What are you talking about? Dr. Ken, and he's a doctor. He would know. Uh, uh, I hate to break it to Jim, but there's a decent chance this takes Chipotle down completely. That just, can't He's be. just trying to get my go. There's nothing that could take Chipotle down completely. What are you talking about? Aside from the, the How, sudden well, onset eradication of society, I don't think Chipotle is going anywhere. Uh, I mean, the, are there like... Class action lawsuits. Even that is not going to stop Chipotle. Uh, Telling you, man, he's trying to get my goat. It's not working. Not working, Dr. Ken. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Chipotle says E. coli nightmare ending soon. Is it a nightmare? Is that what's happening out there? Okay, so here's the thing. It began in October and has infected 53 people so far. 53 people. What a joke. (laughs) Who gives a shit? Fifty-three uh, people, more than that, are affected by, I don't know, everything, everything, literally everything. Oh, so here's the deal. Here's the deal. Maybe this will have you change your tune. Mm. Chipotle stock popped up on the announcement that they're going to do food safety course. Oh my god, get the fuck out of here, CNN, playing auto playing shit. Uh, Chipotle stock popped up nearly six percent on Wednesday. It was a rare upswing for a stock that has tanked forty-two percent in the last three months to four twenty-eight a share, down from seven fifty. Why? That's weird. So if your company's lost 42% of its capital, mm-hmm. that ain't nothing. 
I mean, I go in there and they're selling burritos all day, every day. It doesn't stop. Sure. I don't know how. Forty two percent. Like, what was that on the back of? Did they on, say it's on, it's? Well, I mean, what's happened the last three months is the Chipotle is the uh, Chipotle outbreak is the E. coli outbreak. It's infected fifty three people in 53 nine states. Fifty three people. I eat a burrito there almost literally every single day. I've never gotten sick from it that I know of. Executives I get sick when I cook at home. This year will be quote unquote messy. Messy. I don't know. They're already looking for the t- <laughs> messy I think- like an exploded burrito. <laughs> messy like a like, poorly like- wrapped, too big for its tortilla burrito. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Like I, if you'd have told me like ten years ago that uh, Quiznos would be tits up, I would. I would have said, you. yeah, you're oh, absolutely geez, right, because Quiznos makes shit food. <laughs> all right doctor so on a happier note dr ken also all wants right. to know if we're going to do any x-files coverage oh yeah we are we're going to do the whole six uh episode run yeah why not yeah we love x-files it starts up a little bit earlier than our other shows and yeah and you know if we have to sweat a little bit it'll but i'm, I'm looking forward to it i'm actually over this weekend going to watch the movies the prep because i've heard that um the continuity I don't know if this is true or not, because that's how I'm going to do a little bit more research this weekend. But the preliminary reading suggested that the continuity are going to go directly from the movies. And I think there's three movies out now. The Fight the Future and then the two new ones. There aren't two new ones that I know of. Really? Are you sure? Looked up on Wikipedia. I only saw two. Fight right. the Future and I Want to Believe. Okay. So what I read is that the continuity begins uh, from the standpoint of those movies. So okay. if the... I want to believe dismissed the canon of the last few seasons after Mulder took off and then Scully left. Then sure, that, be fine with that because I've seen all of the X Files up until like season seven. I think I quit when Mulder did. Mulder, Mulder. It's a good time. It didn't get any better. I'll tell you that. We're getting geared up for the sixth annual Summer Badass Fest. And while we're working on a slate of apex badass films to enjoy, we've got an early action-packed announcement to make. Just like last year, we're kicking off badass season with a live movie watch and podcast recording. We've rented out a theater for connoisseurs of action films and bald move fans that just want to have a great time. Unlike last year, this year's movie is top secret. Hush, hush. No hints, except it's incredibly badass. It stars an absolute icon of the genre, we're willing to bet most of you haven't seen it, and it's going to be an incredible viewing experience with a packed house of bald movers. Those of you who came to last year's screening of Total Recall know what a party it was, and those of you who didn't, <laughs> now's your chance to experience it. Meet me and Jim, order some custom movie-themed drinks at the theater's full bar, then watch us record the full podcast for the movie. We reserved the venue over twice the size as last year, but seating is still limited. It's happening Friday, 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 June 21st at 7 p.m. in our hometown of Cincinnati. Get full details and buy tickets at baldmove.com slash live. Cincinnati's actually a pretty great city to visit, and we've got lots of details for side adventures on our event page as well. The Reds are playing the Boston Red Sox in their fantastic Riverside Stadium. The thrills of Kings Island just minutes away. And I'll be leading a kayak trip down the scenic Little Miami River on Saturday. Again, get full details and get your tickets now on our Badass Fest 6 page at baldmove.com slash live live. 
Hey, it's time for another season of Why is Mr. Feeney a Car? The premise is simple. A Gen Xer and a millennial watch old 80s action TV to see what still works and what doesn't. In previous seasons, we've done podcasts for Knight Rider, Airwolf, MacGyver, A-Team, and more. However, this year we're doing a very special season of Feeney. We're going back and reviewing the very special episodes of 80s and 90s sitcoms. Come cringe along with us as Hollywood tries to warn our families of the dangers of underage smoking, drug abuse, alcoholism, eating disorders, and much more. We start out with the episode of Boy Meets World where a high school kid gets sucked into a cult. Worlds collide as the Mr. Feeney finally makes an appearance on Why is Mr. Feeney a Car? Join me and my buddy Jay each week for episodes full of nostalgia and secondhand embarrassment. And don't worry, a very special isn't your speed. We've also got some all-time classic Knight Rider episodes to close the season with. Find Why is Mr. Feeney a Car? each Wednesday on Bald Move Pulp starting April 3rd. Uh, Fernando R says, I enjoyed your making a murder podcast. The documentary reminded me of dear Zachary, a letter to a son about his father. It's another shake your fist at law and courts type documentary. Ever heard of it? Nope. Nope. Uh, I once saw it and cried and was so angry when it's done. Um, all right. I'll put that on my, cause I've kind of gotten a taste of these documentaries now. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing another one, not, especially if it's like a more of a two hour type of deal. Um, let us, he also wants to know if there is any verdict on the community podcast that's currently still up, um, stays in the January drop dead date. Uh, so I, I think I've been, we've been persuaded. He's asking us cause, uh, one of the questions when I'm, I'm refreshing these, um, these community commission podcasts is what are we doing as far as the old ones that are still up there? Are we going to remove them? Are we going to do um, I kind of been persuaded that there's no harm in just leaving those up there. Like, yeah, let's, if I we think... have a catalog of forty, I mean, the store's paginated for a reason, for God's sakes. Yeah, scroll through it, and I feel like it's, you know, kind of window shopping in a way. Yeah. Like, oh, what can I commission? I oh, only worry cool. that close. people will get upset if their money is tied up for like a year waiting for something to be commissioned. But I mean, it's it'd be yeah. super easy for us to refund. You know, because this is all kind of virtual. I mean, I, I guess if people complain, we could just refund their shares or whatnot. But mm-hmm. um, maybe we need to. I think we need to clean up the descriptions. I think there needs to be more like how to, like what do you do after you commission and all that kind of stuff. But uh, we're actually getting the feedback together for the first uh, commission podcast, Pulp Fiction. If you are one of the commissioners, you probably got an email out middle of this week. Uh, soliciting feedback because that's one of the deals. If you commission the podcast, if you're one of the commissioners, you get to have a say in its making. Um, I'm kind of excited. We're getting around to the first community commission pretty soon. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I think we're just going to leave them up there. Now, I don't know. If they're up there for like a year, then maybe we get rid of them. I don't know. Yeah. I don't, we haven't talked much about it. Just, yeah. Just kind of like, a, hey, do you mind if all of these are up in the catalog? Yeah. Not so really. that's the thing. Like that's the uh, community response to that. I think is what's influenced our opinion because we were going to. It was just going to be a, you know, like you'd have a season. Like every quarter, you'd you'd get a new you get a new slate. Whatever wasn't. Uh, I mean, maybe one thing if it's close, but there's some that only have four or five. Then we just you know refund those people their money, get rid of it, and put a new one up. But you you don't know. You just never know. Yeah. Especially since like we started doing the community commissions around the Walking Dead season, right? Maybe a little bit before. 
But there's huge sections of our audience. Like, there's a lot of our fans that only listen to the Game of Thrones stuff. So, mm-hmm. like, you really haven't get, gotten exposed to the full might and power of the Bald Move community until it's been there at least a year. So It's also true. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what else? Uh, Michael T says, hey, guys, welcome back. Jim, you shaved. The facial hair was working for you, but you still look great, as do you, Aaron. Oh, thank you. Uh, it's always dis- <laughs> uh Every single time we post a video to the public, as we did with, um, I don't think that the videos were posted for the public, but the actual I- images made it to Facebook, the the cover images, and everyone says, you guys look nothing like what we expect. Mm-hmm. And I guess people in their mind's eye, they probably always expect the voices to uh, look better than they do. But I'm always like slightly mildly offended when people say that. Like you look nothing like what were you expecting? <laughs> Maybe they were expecting a, a real troll. Oh. <laughs> and you don't look like a troll, so they're yeah, happy. that's they're exactly what surprised. That's what they're doing. Uh, maybe, maybe. Um, I mean, I got it, like I, I I got it when I was rocking the big uh, hillbilly beard. Yeah, but I mean, I guess I feel like a more of a normal dude now. Why did you shave? Yeah, change of pace. Change uh, of pace. You barely got on the the beard pace. What do you mean? I was on it for like a month. That, I don't know. I guess uh, I guess it's more of a lifestyle for me. Yeah, I I don't know. It seems like literally everyone I've ever encountered in the last five years has a beard, and I don't huh. don't know if I want to participate. Don't know if I want to perpetuate the beard. Was it itchy that much? Yeah, oh, really? it's itchy, and you can't like really wash your face, which feels weird. Really, I I, sh- I, I shampoo it, man. You shampoo your beard? Yeah. And then this, it, this is an all well, then it thing. dries out and it gets all gross and twisty, and I just then you got to start getting. I'll you, probably grow it back. You got to get the beard. You got to start know. getting into beard oils. I don't want to be a beard guy. <laughs> That's the thing. Like I don't mind having a beard. I don't want to be a beard guy. You don't want to be. I a beard don't guy. want to We're have fucking beard guys. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I, I think it's there's a little bit of adaptability, um, but like I don't like I I did the beard oil when I had the really long beard because it got kind of unruly and whatnot. Yeah. But no, I, I shampoo it and condition it about once a week, and it doesn't dry out. It just it doesn't itch. Like that's the thing. If this fucking thing itched, I would cut it. But it, it's it's yeah. Far it less... stopped. It stopped itching after it grew out a certain a yeah. certain amount. Like yeah. it itches when it's growing in, but then right once it gets long enough, it same stops, thing like shaving your balls. Man. It. You gotta you gotta get through the gotta get through the stubble. It's phase. true. Yeah. Well, th- I kept the beard there. Um. <laughs> oh Jesus! I fucked up, Michelle. I'm sorry. It's the thing is, is like I'm reading this screen from like six feet away. Mm-hmm. So like, and and the Google font is not doing me any favors. It's very small and and, and at and, an angle and at an angle. So I'm sorry. It's Michelle, not Michael. Um. All right. One other thing. The other thing I want to talk about. I don't know if the, you know, people find this interesting or not, but you know, you need a you need a secondary who shit the sink update, don't you? I thought I did give one. Did you? Somebody was saying, can't wait for the lunch with Jim and Aaron so I can hear about the second shit to sink. Maybe you did it on a Christmas video. It was not good. Hmm. Um, it wasn't so... Let me see if I can go back. Uh, so, Cecily did it this time, and she... Uh, it, 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 she was not caught. Uh, it went off without a hitch. Um, she actually... Someone had made a, a chocolate sundae kind of trifle uh, you know, it's it's and and she used some of that trifle and smeared it on the end of the fat turd and and or the the fake turd and then did the 
You know, that was the one consistent feedback I got. I did the side slide instead of the downslide mm-hmm. with the shit smear. So she did that and she sprayed it. And of course, you know, the spray is, is vile. Um, and, you know, we waited about 40 minutes or so. And uh, one ant come flying in and like wanted to speak to her mom. And they came out. And then, like, they, th- these, these women come out of the kitchen. They're like, all right, we need all the children down here right now. So all the children come down, and the first thing I'm thinking of is, like, is my son going to be able to carry this weight? Mm. He did, like a champ, man. He was stone-faced, nothing. <laughs> and it started, like, and so the parents started dividing up their children in the rooms, and I heard some yelling, and there was some threatening, and it just wasn't, like, it just wasn't fun or it, funny. Yeah. And I thought that, like, uh, I thought that um, things might spiral out of control. Some children would have their constitutional rights violated. <laughs> um, and, like, you know, there was the whole, like, well, it can't be my kid because he'd never do it. And then as soon as that parent walked out the door, it's like, oh, it's totally his kid. Uh, so I I was weak. After about 10 minutes of that, I, I fessed up. I said, I, we, you know, would, yeah, this was just a prank being Cecily played on y'all. Yeah, that's. I never. I thought it was funny afterwards, but yeah, you don't want it to ruin the party. Yeah, I don't. I don't want kids being stripped down and ass cheeks inspected and shit like that. So uh, it was, and we got no no video either because uh, yeah. Cecily doesn't have a breast pocket, and I think I was wearing pajamas at the time. So no, no. Were there any phone calls from prison that you can play to the no, jury? No, no. Uh. Uh-uh. Although okay. that would be the funny thing is like if I. If I could have done it all over again, I would have gotten some GoPros and well, I mean, if I had unlimited resources, I'd have gotten GoPros and staged them all over the house at my aunt's house because that would have been I could have gotten like the angle of my cousin initially walking in and then noping out and not telling anybody. I might have been able to get a conversation he allegedly had with his girlfriend where they discussed and whether they should spill. So and it's that's that's also been an on my sister called me two weeks ago. And she said, it was you, wasn't it? And I'm like, whatever do you mean, sister? <laughs> like, why? What is your edge? She goes, oh, I just know it was you. Uh-huh. And she's like, got all this. I'm like, I, I, don't, I don't know what you're talking about. So it, uh, it's still a, still a thing being discussed. Is it going to become a tradition? I don't think so. Well. Family tradition? I know because I don't know that you can do that multiple years. I mean, you can, <laughs> you can. And I'm interested in seeing next because, um, like, we got a big Super Bowl party planned, mm-hmm. and I'm seeing like if people are going to be like making ironic jokes about it, or like every time someone goes to the bathroom, it, there's going to be like people like keeping tabs on them, uh, and then next Christmas too. But uh, so I'd like to do, I'd like to do more pranks because mm-hmm. I think pranks are. You know, if you do pranks where no one gets hurt and there's no property damage and no one's unduly humiliated, they are pretty funny. Um, but, it, you know, it takes a lot of thought and effort into it. And I don't know, like the, the shit to sink was an organic just creation. I don't I don't know if it's like if you chase after it, if it's going to sure. have the same kind of effect. Yeah. But hey, if, yeah, if you got any ideas for uh, some kind of family prank, I'm, I, I would entertain them for sure. Uh, one thing I want to talk about is so during the month of Christmas... There's a local radio station from Thanksgiving to Christmas Day. They play nothing but Christmas music. It's one of the lightweight pop stations. Mm-hmm. Uh, Warm 98 is it what it is in Cincinnati. And I think there's one in every 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 town. Uh, but they also, like this station also on the regular plays John Tesh. Like he does DJ stuff from like 7 to 10 on the weekends. 
Okay. And so they roll his thing into the Christmas thing. And I never listened to this except for around the Christmas time because I'm playing Christmas music all the time. And John Tesh's radio show is like a, a dumber version of Dr. Oz. Like he's always dispensing stuff about free radicals and benefits of oxygen in your diet and if you're uh if you're if the fire in your fireplace is secretly killing you and like all this kind of like i it's kind of like the good housekeeping conspiracy theory shit you know it's like stuff that gets like i guess housewives all whipped into shape but the way he does it is just it, it's John Tesh, so he's full-on reading in his, like, Entertainment Tonight announcer voice all the time. And he does these weird tonal inflections, like, um, I, what was he talking about? Um, I don't know. He was he was talking about uh, fireplaces, fireplaces and how bad they are for your health. He's like, you know, a lot of people think that, uh, you know, home and hearth is all about America. And it's, a, you know, it's a, all part, part of having a warm living room. But... You know, some people think, and he switches into, like, the menacing voice. Some people think that you could actually be breathing suit and carcinogens and you're getting black lung and all this shit. But I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm really bombing on this. Well, I have a, I have whole, natural gas the, the, the reason so, that I wanted to get to this is during his fireplace rant, he talks about, like, the difference between hard, soft and hard woods and, like, some are better to burn for you than others. And he at one point urges his listeners to, if you don't know the difference, Google hard wood. Don't do that. <laughs> no. I'm just imagining all these grandmothers flocking to their computers, <laughs> Googling hard wood and, like, what must be the top search result? Uh-huh. And then I started thinking, like, is John Tesh, like, is this his act of rebellion? He's a grown-ass man talking to other grown-ups as children. Like, does he slip stuff like that in just for the sh- the, the hell of it? That'd be amazing. That's what I would do. Yeah. Yeah. Like, the same thing, like, the like I think about that for people to host, like, children's shows, like the Wiggles. Like, these guys have to do something subversive, like, every 30 episodes, or how do you not lose your mind? Yeah, it's like... Uh... Fuck, I can never remember the name of this movie, but Ed Norton, Danny DeVito... Where he's the the death of Smoochie, the yeah death of Smoochie, mm-hmm. and he's got the penis shaped cookies, and he's like, it's a uh, a rocket ship, kids. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. So John Tesh could totally be doing something like that. I I believe it. Google John Tesh's hardwood. And yeah, <laughs> man, I wish I could think of some because that's the thing. Like I had I had some notes, but that was two weeks ago, and then we missed last week, and now they don't make sense anymore. Hmm. But yeah, he just like gives up all these updates about shopping and how like. You know, you, the the person at your restaurant could be stealing your credit card, and and your waitress is spooging in your soup, and and have you ever really thought about the cleanliness of public restrooms, and are electric cars actually good for the environment? And it's just, hmm. uh, it's poorly, it's five minute rants that just, I don't know, man. Me and Cecily are having a good time. Make like every once in a while. During the Christmas season, we'll break into a John Tesh rant just for, and just see like how ridiculous we can make it. Uh-huh. I don't know. It come up better two weeks ago. I blame the Chipotle, Chipotle E. coli outbreak. <laughs> I'm feeling a little bit of it right now. Uh, all right. Fernando R. has got a, a, a relevant question here. Any update on cocktails with Jim and Aaron? I think... Not anything specific or No, no, no. I'm, stone, I'm, willing, but... I'm willing to set something in stone. Oh, shit. We're, we're I'm willing to, to set something in stone live on the air. Great. We were supposed to do it last Tuesday... 
And then like I was still getting over being sick and you know, we were still kind of behind on stuff. I don't know why we wouldn't do one this Tuesday. Yeah, I suppose so. Uh, and we're going to have a newsletter coming out early next week as well. That has like our upcoming uh, late, late winter, early spring coverage. Cause we got a bunch of, uh, can we talk about that? Yeah, that's set in stone. All right. That is set in Google doc, even firmer. Uh, let me let me call this stuff up here. Um, of course, we got Walking Dead, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, we got Better Call Saul. I got the exact dates on this stuff, though, if the tabs will render. All right, so here's our lineup coming up. Banshee starts on Friday, January 29th, and Cecily and I will have a podcast out that following Monday, February 1st. That's something me and Cecily are going to do. It's the final season of Banshee. We're starting covering that. That's Jim's not going to be on it. Uh, Walking Dead comes back the 14th, Valentine's Day, Sunday, and we're going to have the, uh, we're going to be changing our coverage on The Walking Dead. We're dispensing with the instant cast. Get out of here. We are doing a full coverage podcast on Monday. Yeah. Make up for it. There's no point in doing the 95 hours of coverage a week we did of Walking Dead. No. I hated it. We reserve the right to change that if the, if the show itself, uh, you know, supports it, but we were kind of fed up with spending five, six hours of recording effort on that show. So we're changing up. We're going to try to take the sting out of losing the instant cast by having the full cast out a full day earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, also, Better Call Saul comes back on the following Monday, tw- uh, 2-15, February 15th, uh, for 10 episodes. We'll have full coverage of that. We will be doing an instant cast on that, yes? Jim's hesitation says we need to discuss it. I thought we were, but maybe not. Yeah, maybe. I, I don't know. Uh, X-Files starts on the 24th of January. It's got a six-episode run. We'll probably have, uh, I mean, what is that? The 24th is a uh, Sunday night, so we'll probably have the standard Tuesday coverage on that. Um, uh, House of Cards comes back March 4th, and we'll be doing the three-episode-a-week coverage starting the following Monday. So that comes out on a early Thursday or early Friday morning. Um, you'll still have the weekend, and then we'll be releasing an episode a day, uh, episode on Mondays, Wednesdays, and and Fridays for I think three and a half weeks until we get the the run of the season four done with that. Daredevil comes back on three March twenty fifth for thirteen episodes, and we're going to probably do the same thing three episodes a week on Daredevil as well, um, and then. Game of Thrones doesn't come back till four seventeen, April seventeenth. It's actually pushed back two weeks to make room for vinyl, which I know a lot. Of, I mean, I'm sure we'll be watching it. We'll probably be talking about it on the forums, um, but we're not excited enough about that to jump in on a first season for it. Uh, and that's I think I haven't left anything out. Uh, we we are really curious about Westworld. We want to. We're thinking about maybe doing some Westworld coverage, but there's no release date, and we haven't gotten anything more than the trailer that came out last year. So it's that's hard to talk about. Mm-hmm. Uh, Penny Dreadful supposedly is going to premiere at Q2 of 2016. That's another Cecily and I joint. Um, and then we'll have more information. But like I said, all I got right now is Game of Thrones. Uh, depending on when Westworld drops and some other stuff, we got a, the spring kind of coverage is a little bit more up in the air. So there. That's the uh, late winter, early spring lineup that Bold Moon's got so far. Yeah, it's going to be insane. Yeah, the, the, the Netflix stuff, back-to-back Netflix series is going to be really crazy. 
we're going to probably have to be doing some podcasts on the weekends on on that. But I'm I'm kind of curious about how House of Cards hopefully wraps up. Hopefully they don't go another season. And uh, I'm definitely curious about Daredevil. Uh, let's see. That was a long answer for the cocktails. Anthony Besiege wants to know if we are still doing live watches of The Walking Dead. Nope. It's, there's no point. <laughs> like, I don't know. Those are, those are kind of fun, but it's like, I don't want to do that much coverage of The Walking Dead. It's not a great show. Yeah. It's, it's, it's pissing us off. And also I think the live watch format just is not getting traction. The interest in the broader community is just not there, and we're re-evaluating what we're going to do in its place or what we're going to replace it with or what how we're going to do things expanding. But, you know, I was excited last year for the live watch stuff, but it's just, you know, it's not extraordinarily popular. It's already, you know, the club is already a very small subsection of Bald Move listeners, and the fact that we got a very small fraction of the... um club bald move community engaged through that, you know, tells us that we'd probably better serve coming up with other ideas and pursuing some, and we do have some stuff in the works. Yeah. We, we did a whole, like at the beginning of the new year, when we came back, we spent a, like a few days just talking about our content that we did in 2015 and yeah. what worked and what didn't and what we want to do, like some of the ideas we have going forward. So there will be some stuff definitely to replace those live watches. we got a couple of, other ideas right uh, we want to do some gaming stuff and and some other stuff around tv so yep so stay tuned for that yeah uh and what else oh my god uh wes steven says prank idea leave a condom at the top of the garbage in the bathroom maybe put lotion inside so it looks used i don't know about my family but i don't think they're going to be going through the garbage hmm. for a used condom do you have a plus? That's not kids. Do you have a garbage that's, hand, a garbage can with a with a lid in the a bathroom. Pop up lid? No. I I my garbage can has a lid on it. So yeah, like, yeah. Uh, plus, it's not kid friendly. Sure. You know I mean, like that's yeah. like I got Nobody's going to suspect your nine year old of leaving a used condom in the <laughs> garbage can. That's for sure. Not my nine year old. Some of the some of my nieces and nephews. No, I yeah. It's, it's for my particular family. It's got to be you know no nobody. Nobody, there's not a single person doesn't uh, appreciate a poop joke or it's a true. fart joke. It's true. Or a, a kick in the nuts joke. Mm-hmm. But the used condom is, um, that, that's uh, that's more a college fraternity, sorority type prank. Plus, I just don't think, I, I just don't think anybody's going to look in the bat and be like, oh, condom on top. Yeah, and it's. It's not nearly as surprising as a shit in the sink, right? It would be pretty surprising at a family get-together that there's a fresh-used condom in, the, the, like, who got it on. Like, there, there's certainly, there'd be a who done it. Yeah. Um, you'd have to leave it, like, on the corner of the sink or something for it to be reliably noticed. Somewhere where it's indicated that it's, like, hastily disposed of or, yeah. or shoddily disposed of. Yeah. And you could have it torn for for bonus ha-has. But, yeah, I don't know if that would work in my particular environment. I do like the nickname for the the prank, though. (laughs) Yeah. Fernando R., who fapped the sink. Yep. That almost makes me want to do it. (laughs) Uh, So, Dr. Kin says, gaming live watches are way better than the TV live watches from a humor standpoint and ease of watch. Hmm. I agree because, that you know, you, you can't... Not being able to do the audio or the video is bullshit. Now, 
there is some technology that is that we've been in discussing with. What's that called? I forget the showgoers TV. We've had some talks with the guy that does the showgoers about how we can adapt that for bald move usage. If we ever get around to that, we will bring this stuff maybe back on the table because the way that works is um, people can synchronize the, the the watches and everybody can kind of be in on the same joke. And you don't have to you don't have to synchronize the actual media or the audio and. Um, yeah, it'd be more for like event based stuff. Like mm-hmm. you can't do it with with TV that's like first run TV right. because it only works with Netflix right now, and but, it could potentially work with other stuff. But yeah, right yeah, now yeah. it's Netflix only, and uh, obviously Netflix doesn't get those first run things unless we're talking about like you know house cards or something like that. But it might be fun to do. I mean, first of all, he's actually adapting this so he could work with almost any. Uh, you know, internet video source. So there's still some um, hope that we could get like first run stuff. But you know, it also might work as like uh, we could do a warm up for The Walking Dead. You know, watch a previous season episode, like episode season four, episode one, before you see a, a, a season six, episode one. Yeah, and do that's a what live I mean watch by event based stuff. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, or like. You know, if we were going to do the Kung Fu Fridays or something, we could potentially right. have live watches for well, that. Well, the Kung Fu Fridays or, went over like a lead balloon, so. <laughs> yeah, or like, you know, Halloween or Christmas or just, you know, anything where we can kind of hype it up, get an event, get a bunch of people invested in it and yeah. and kind of have, you know, some kind of marketing campaign to lead up to it so it's not a flop. Right. Like Kung Fu Fridays. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, we are, we've actually been shooting some video game stuff that we're working on. Um, can we talk about... We are going to finish. We want to start doing a lot more of those Telltale things. That's one of the things that I had the most fun with. Yeah. Um, and I think you and Cecily also did. So, like, that's kind of one of our our big things. We're going to do those, and I we're planning on releasing those publicly. Not yep. not even part of a of the club. Uh, we did the Game of Thrones thing as part of the club last time to try and get so we could have some content that was tied to a show that we were watching at the time mm-hmm. to maybe entice some people to sign up for the club because we needed that. Mm-hmm. Uh, still do, but I think like the investment of maybe getting ourselves out there is like gaming stuff too is more valuable than having a bunch of club members or, you know, a few club members sign up. We also wanted to do the, um, life is strange, finish that off. Yeah. Cause that's actually getting noticed for like, just, I mean, I, I hear episodes two and three are kind of balls out and then four and five aren't out yet. Or four just came out or something. Right. So I mean, it got. I mean, I don't know exactly. I know it, it got some mention for like great games of 2015. I wouldn't call it a great game. It was in, it was super entertaining to play. Yeah. And it was kind of unique as far as the gameplay and mechanics. And I thought the writing itself was got the unintentional comedy scale pegged. So that's the kind of right in our wheelhouse. I know we're going to be doing that as well. Yeah. And they, we got some top secret things, stuff that we're not going to talk about. Things kind of shift a little bit in episodes. It's going to be harder to laugh at? So I've heard. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well. But we will find a way. We will play, uh, what is it, Bad Guy? I, What's her name? Have you heard of that, drag, this, that Dragon Cancer? Uh, yeah. So that just got released. And um, if you don't know, it's so there's a video game developer that a couple years ago lost his, I think his three-year-old boy was, was uh, diagnosed with some kind of inoperable cancer. And then he died sometime later. And this person made a game that captures the experience of that. Like being at the hospital, dealing with a crying child, you can't comfort. And I hear it's like just this harrowing, emotional gauntlet to run through. Bad guy cancer. 
I wonder, it, would it be, it, it'd be, ins- we can't do that. We you can't, can't. No. You can't try to mock that kind of pain. No. I think we, people no. would come with pitchforks. I, I, I don't think I could do it. I think like, I would get 50 minutes into it and be sobbing. Fictional characters, fictional setting, sure. fictional pain. Sure. Mock away. Yeah. I have no problem. But this guy writes a true-to-life story about his kid dying But it's cancer. got, it's that telltale kind of... Is it, the game is very telltale looking and the way it plays and all yeah. that stuff, but I, no, think, I don't. I don't think we can do it. I, I really think like the story driven stuff works best for us. Although it yeah. has to be a little lighter than <laughs> than that dragon cancer. I felt bad with what we did to Sam in some of the skits, honestly. So yeah. little kid dying of cancer. I, I don't know. Uh, but uh, until dawn would have been awesome for us to play, but it kind of might be past its expiration. I don't know. Uh, Freddie C says to give you an idea how good the gaming casts are. I've rewatched each of them at least twice. They're already cream of the crop and already great crop. Uh, to be honest, I do too. Like I've watched the FTL ones several times. Those FTL, yeah. Because like they are they they crack they're no me joke, up, man. They're, they're no joke. The FTLs are no joke. The Surgeon Simulator I think is super funny. Mm-hmm. I like I like to wait like eight or nine months. Before, you know, it's like I I just did this. Um, Right around Thanksgiving time, I watched this FTLs insurgency, and you, you, just enough for time for me to forget the jokes and twists and turns. But yeah, they're they're one of the more entertaining things I f- personally think that we've done. Yeah, and I always have the most fun filming those, I guess. Yeah, because it, yeah. it's very free form. You know, it's just like here you're presented with this thing, make jokes about it. Have as far as the club club stuff, we also have. Um, you know, we're going to be spinning up the. We were going to have the Revenant as our first uh, first run bald movie. And then we got, sick. we got sick and fucked it up. And then I've heard mixed reviews. I'm going to be watching that this weekend. Hmm. I'm also going to try go try to see The Force Awakens in IMAX 3D because I haven't seen that yet. Yeah, I'd like to do that. Um, I saw it once, but... Not. Yeah, we might go down to Newport. I think Newport's the closest IMAX screen. Hmm. Okay. Um, but yeah, so we're going to... There's a, there's a bunch of stuff coming out in February. The new Coen Brothers, Hail Caesar's coming out. Deadpool's coming out. Uh, there's another one in February... Which I'm kind. Of, I, the thing is, those are two big things I'm excited about. But February's gotten this reputation as they call it dumpuary, where if a studio thinks that they're what they've got is shit, mm-hmm. they put it out in February because it's not the Oscar season. It's also not the spring summer craziness season. So and so far, honestly, I think the Oscar season's been kind of eh. joy was all right. Um, I didn't think much of the Moby Dick, uh, whatever the I forget what that movie uh, is. Um, and I've heard very mixed reviews of the Revenant hmm. and I didn't think much of hateful eight. So I've been kind of disappointed yeah. in Oscar season so far. Uh, I don't, have got much more to talk about, so maybe we shouldn't overstay our welcome on the first, uh, Jim and Aaron back. All right. Sure. Uh, and we got a bunch of stuff to do today before we kick off. So, uh, thanks for tuning in again. We'll be back next week, uh, with, with, definitely lunch with Jim and Aaron. I'm 90% certain of cocktails with, with Jim and Aaron on Tuesday. And um, we will see you back then. Have a good weekend, everybody. See you.